Hi, this is Asian Miles Apart. I'm Regina in Hong Kong. I'm Pin in London, and I'm Crystal in Singapore. Hi, everyone. Today we are planning to do an impromptu catch-up. So, just a very quick update on what's been going on in our lives since the start of 2022. And yeah, I guess who wants to go first? Any interesting updates? All right, I can start first. So, I, at the start of this year, I set a few <laughs> resolutions, which I have all failed. <laughs> <laughs> not very existing. Uh, not very exciting. But yeah, I failed them all. I don't know why. This year is uh, not a good year for me. Usually, I will last longer than this. <laughs> so, for example, <laughs> I wanted to do meatless Mondays. Oh, I failed within the second week. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I couldn't recover from that. So, mm. and mm. a few more things like exercising failed as well. So yeah, really terrible from that front. Yeah, sorry, just on the meatless Mondays, right? I feel like it's probably a lot easier if you don't fix it to Monday. Maybe just like two meals yeah. of meatless any point of the week will make it a lot easier. Yeah, I think the reason, and I'm not trying to make an excuse, is that the reason is because now I'm shifting to like a 20 for intermittent. So 20 hours of fasting, 4 hours of eating. Therefore, it kind of equates to one meal plus a few snacks. It's just harder to do a pure vegetarian day. <laughs> Without feeling super hungry and then like breaking the cycle and having two meals in the end. Oh my goodness. I yeah, so I was like, alright, forget it. How do you do 24? I get yeah. so cranky by noon if I don't have breakfast, okay? Seriously. Yeah. Like, that happened to me the other day because I didn't have time to have breakfast. Like, by noon, I was like upset with everything in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't follow it strictly. Like, I would say maybe like three, four days of strict adherence to it and then the other remaining days I just have two meals but a light meal or like fruits or something so yeah on on meatless Monday right because after you mentioned about that I thought okay maybe I should start something I don't know some sort of plan where I could force myself to eat more Mm. vegetables and less meat then I started using this app called Habit Share it's basically Ooh. an app where you can put in uh, what are the habits that you want to adhere to. And then you can share yeah. it with your friends, right? Then I sort of like started this like healthy living lifestyle thing with one of my friends. Then I shared a few habits that I wanted to follow uh, with my friend. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it only lasted for two weeks. <laughs> in that two weeks, I was updating that app every day. So yeah. uh, the habits that I input... One of them was uh, no meat. So I, mm-hmm. if I eat uh, just one bite of meat, I will have to say that I did not fulfill that habit that day. And then some yep. of the other habits are like, oh, vitamin C, my vitamin D, vitamin B. <laughs> so each vitamin has uh, one of the habits. So yeah, yeah. honestly, I, at first I was like, oh, this is going really well, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> then yeah, it only lasted for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but you know what happened? After that two weeks where I eat very little meat, I went on like a meat spree after that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you it mean. It was crazy. I was like craving for meat so much. And yep. now I feel like I'm eating meat almost every meal, which is like really bad. I really need to get back into this like, vegetarian eating. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of supplements, I started something which I it's kind of okay. I guess this is one of the resolutions that kind of work. I've been taking collagen. Ooh. Oh, collagen jelly. It's like jelly 
the one I think is pomegranate flavor, and uh, it has like it what well, it's it's collagen and then like a few like hyaluronic acid or something. Is it like a snack then? If it's like a jelly, is it like a pudding where you eat like between meals? Um, you just take it like a sl- supplement. I take it in the morning lah. Does it taste good? <laughs> It tastes very good. That's oh, why I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this. You know, usually you're like, oh, what's this supplement taste kind of weird. But this one was like, oh, pretty good. It's like having a jelly. It's like a long rectangular tube and then you squeeze it out. It's like those Koreans. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you decide to start taking collagen? Oh, thanks to social media. <laughs> <laughs> this YouTuber or something, I cannot remember. She was promoting this brand. I was like, hmm. Collagen, right? I mean, my 30s is time to bark up on that. Okay, but <laughs> QQ <laughs> of the face. So. Does it actually work? I haven't really read a lot about the science behind it. Like, can your body actually absorb collagen in the way it's supposed to be? Recently, I did go and read, um, watch some YouTube videos of like some doctors. They say it does work. That's why some people are like um, advocating taking bone broth in the morning because oh. bone broth supposedly gives you the natural collagen as well. Mm. But of course, no one got time to go and boil the bone. La. So mm. <laughs> just take this kind of, yeah. Um, and um, I do have to say like, since I started taking it, my skin feels more glass-like. Oh. <laughs> I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I think maybe it's a placebo, but you know. Even in that sense, it makes me happy, so I guess it's good. And it tastes mm-hmm. good. La. It tastes like jelly, like pomegranate, a bit sour, a bit sweet, so I'm up for it. Can you share what brand you're taking? I might start having a look. Yeah, um, it's a Korean brand. It's called Nutri-Life oh. Pomegranate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't really search other results. <laughs> like, it was the social media influence <laughs> that influenced me, right? To take it, so I just took, go with that. Then after that, when I started thinking, I was like, hmm, maybe I should take probiotics. Because in Korea, they have... Um, I don't know why, but their supplements are quite interesting. Like, um, they have probiotics jelly also. So probiotics and prebiotics are supposedly good for you, right? So you're supposed to take it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try that too. So I'm waiting for my package to come and then <laughs> I'll update you if it continues. But so far, the pomegranate is staying strong. I bought my um, fourth pack. So, oh, I might try actually. That's mm, interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. time, guys, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, it's for sure. Time. Yeah. Prevention. People can't see what we're doing. Tour. We're all like sort of touching our face. Yeah. Touching our face. <laughs> On the vegetarian meal, right, I found out another way to uh, make me stick to eating vegetarian food is to actually subscribe to a meal plan. Oh. You know, it's a bit like the... <laughs> Did you say the Tinkat business last time, right? You mentioned that your grandmother yeah, yeah, yeah. had a Tinkat business. It's similar to that. So it's kind of like catering service that they deliver to your house. And then you can choose like different options, whether or not you want like a meat options weight gaining option, losing weight. And then if I were to choose vegetarian meal, and then they will send breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack, all wow. vegetarian, to my house, then I think uh, it's pretty good, law. So then like, I can just yeah. don't have to worry about like what kind of vegetarian meal I want to cook today, Correct. or like where can I buy a tasty vegetarian meal. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when I tried to do them, the reason most of the time why I feel is because I just don't know what to eat. Then I end up defaulting to salad. Mm. And then it just gets sickening after a while. Yes. Like, oh god, I'm eating grass. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so so that's the one, you know. So I think that is a good idea. My go-to vegetarian meal are Korean stews, but without the meat. So kimchi jjigae. Oh, and with the twin jungle Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's because I put a lot of tofu, put like inoki mushrooms or shiitake that's mushrooms. Kimchi is them a lot. So yeah, you get actually very very full after the meal, and it's so nice because it's like winter, right? So it's like oh warm 
Yeah. You know, right, on healthy living note, I actually started this no spicy food journey. So I haven't been eating spicy food for so many months now. And honestly, I really crave for it. Like kimchi jjigae or like any sundubu jjigae is something that I really want. Oh, mala, I cannot (laughs) cannot touch at all. (laughs) But I noticed that I have quite a reactive throat. So like, it's very easily... Uh, what do you call that? Like, uh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> it's very easy. So, <laughs> Someone's gonna pour gasoline in your throat. Then you so it's yeah, it uh inflame very easily. <laughs> then yeah, 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 yeah. So then, for example, right over Chinese New Year, I organized like a hot pot dinner for me and my friends. Mm. <sighs> Sadly, I I got like tom yum soup la, but I cannot have any of it la. And then mm. I told my friend like, oh yeah, I can't eat spicy food. You know what the reaction they gave me? Like, every time I tell someone I cannot eat spicy food, the first question they ask me is, but you're Malaysian. (laughs) Aren't you from Malaysia? (laughs) Aren't you supposed to be able to eat spicy food? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, my, my spice horror, I have to say, for a Malaysian is quite low. La. <laughs> I can't really eat spicy yeah, food. I remember, yeah. yeah, But do you think it has helped your throat, like, without eating spicy food? I feel it has, you know. Because I feel like I don't really get sore throat so much anymore. And the other thing is that I also get like ulcers, right? Like mouth ulcers. Mm. I think it's also kind of caused by spicy food. And let's say if I have mouth ulcer, and then if I were to eat spicy food, then it would kind of like worsen it. Mm. Speaking mm. of sore throat, can I just say... Did <laughs> <laughs> you know you got a lot of ailments? <laughs> oh, well, okay. Let me tell you. A month ago, I had this sore yep. throat. And then I was like, oh, it's a really weird one because usually and when I have sore throat, it will start from like a milder sore throat. But last month... It started really strong, this sore throat. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, oh, I am having sore throat. And I was thinking, ah, but I haven't been having any spicy food recently. Like, how come I have sore throat? Mm-hmm. And then after a few days, it got worse. And then I started having running nose. And guess what? I self-tested Ooh. and I was COVID yep. positive. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so that was my update from a month ago. I had COVID. <laughs> Where do you think you got it from? I still don't know. I still don't know. Honestly, like, the people who I met during that few days, none of them have COVID. (laughs) And I still don't know, like, how I got it. But honestly, like, so many people in Hong Kong now, um, I know a lot of people around me, they have COVID. And people in Singapore and Malaysia as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just that, yeah. Almost like, yeah. I feel like there's a very high percentage of people in Hong Kong are having COVID right now. Yeah, yeah. How is the situation in Hong Kong now? Because obviously we hear that it's quite bad. And for the benefit of people listening to this, it's sort of mid-March now. Because obviously this Mm. episode will come out later. Yeah. I would say we are at the peak of COVID right now. Last week, the peak number we had was around like 50,000 cases. And I think today we are at about 20,000 cases. So it's starting to go down. Just started from like a few days ago. The I mean, <laughs> I remember we recorded an episode on the pandemic situation and uh, we were saying like how fortunate we are, <laughs> how fortunate I am to be in Hong Kong. I think the tables have turned now and uh, while I think in Singapore and in UK, you guys are starting to live with COVID, in Hong Kong, unfortunately, it's not the case. So I did self-isolate for about like 10 days when I had COVID and... 
some of the cases in Hong Kong, people are being sent into isolation camps. So it is pretty stringent here when it comes to COVID. And we have to wear masks everywhere, even when we're working out. Gyms are closed. Um, hair salon was closed. So yeah, I think um, there's also even discussion about getting a mass testing uh, for the entire population. We have 7 million people here in Hong Kong. That might happen sometime. So yeah, we're just going through some sort of like semi-lockdown now in Hong Kong, which is like kind of like the first time for me, honestly. And I've yeah. been working from home for like the last one month. So it's also like a new thing for me. <laughs> I know you guys have been doing it for like the last two years, but for me, it's like yeah. it just started, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about um, you guys? Yeah. Any new updates in like the last one month? Well, Pin, you started your new job, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Um, how was it? How was your first week? And then like, how has it been so far? Yeah. So it's been, actually, it's almost two months now. So yeah, it definitely felt longer than that. It's, uh, yeah, it's going well. I'm enjoying the work. My team is very, very nice. So that's great. I guess the one downside, and not really downside, is that I'm working on a transaction with quite a few jurisdictions in very different time zones, which means that I do have random calls at night or very early in the morning. <laughs> so sometimes it makes me feel like, oh, actually I'm working the whole day, but that's also not true because I do get some time to myself in the middle of the day, whereas in my previous job, when you're busy, you're actually working non-stop mm. for like 16 hours, right? So it's not too bad for now. I feel it's still manageable. But yeah, I'm still trying to settle in, still trying to know people, work out like how the dynamics are between different teams. But I would say it's going well so far. So yeah. And what about Krista? How's your job situation going? Um, I'm very tired. <laughs> Long hours. Yeah, I started on a new project. So super tired because um, my previous project was pretty nice the previous project lasted me two years um, but I came off it in January so I started a new project recently and um, yep without going to further details it's like hell <laughs> like hell if that was Very what hell word. is that's yeah. hell yeah it is it is hell I, I been working late every day and then um, the worst thing is I think maybe um, you know Pin obviously you moved in house and stuff but I think the worst thing is when you're working for clients no matter how much they irritate you, you still have to show up and show that you are fine to take the hit from them. Mm. Like, you know, like you can't say you're being unreasonable or you can't say anything negatively. You just have to take it. Um, which I, I, which has come to the point where it's quite exhausting for me. So potentially looking at um, what's out there. Lah. We'll <laughs> see. Um, maybe I will change. Maybe I won't. But I'm planning to go on sabbatical. So we'll see. If I start a new job, then I can't. So. Oh, when are you going on a sabbatical? So, um, I'm planning to go end of the year. Maybe December to February. Just because I want to go snowboarding again. Nice. Oh. So, I want to catch the winter season. Yeah, hopefully we can all go somewhere together. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Not sure if that's possible, but we'll see. Yeah, I might take three to four months. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, that's the plan at least. Lah. But then if I do find a job, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess it depends on the opportunities that come. Yeah. So, Regina, how's your job situation? So, you know, I had COVID last month. (laughs) Yep. And then I notified my company. I was like, oh, oh, I tested positive today. 
Um, but we were still working from home then, so it was okay. Like I, I took a few days off. Yep. Then on Monday, I got a message from my boss. He was like, oh, um, we have a bad news for you. And then I was thinking, oh, oh you know, well, maybe the COVID situation has worsened recently in Hong Kong. Maybe they decide to ask us to work part-time because they have done that previously mm-hmm. when, uh, when mm-hmm. the pandemic just started. So I was thinking, oh, okay, I went into the call thinking that oh, it's not going to be anything too bad. Unfortunately, they notified me that they are making every staff redundant in the office. So mm. we have seven people, uh, two bosses and five staff, and all five staff were made redundant. So then like this news coincided with my COVID situation. I was kind of, I was sick. I had like running notes yeah. throughout the call. I was like, my my voice is just, <laughs> uh, I yeah, yeah cracking. cracking, and I I don't know if they thought like I was crying. <laughs> um, oh. so it was just like a, a really emotional week for me, I guess. So I was yeah. self isolating, trying to find things that can treat COVID. <laughs> the situation in Hong Kong is kind of bad because I can't find any medicine here. It's all sold out in pharmacy. I couldn't find a thermometer. That was before I went into isolation because I, I felt sick, right? So then I went out to buy a self-test kit. And yeah. then I managed to find on the tray, last box of Panadol cold and flu. I was, oh my God, oh. so lucky. At the point of time, I did not know that I have COVID yet. So I thought, okay, I, may, I will just buy it because like, I already started having like sore throat and running nose, right? So I got a last yeah. box, like <laughs> deep inside the shelf because like people didn't yeah. see it. Uh, so yeah, then yeah, I paid yeah. for it, then came back home, self-test, got COVID, oh, and then God. just stayed home. Couldn't find anything yeah. else, no thermometer. I knew that I had like low-grade fever, but I just couldn't, mm. I didn't have anything to test it. So yeah, then now I'm kind of basically finishing up and wrapping up my work, and then I'm finishing work end of the month. Uh, definitely felt a little bit lost when it first happened. It was a little bit like, yeah. I was a bit lost, Plus, accompanying with this feeling of loss was a bit of excitement, I guess. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, like, wow, like, I did not expect to change job at this point of time, honestly. I was quite happy with my yeah. job. I'm quite mm-hmm. happy to stay in this job for maybe even like uh, one or two more years or two or three more years. I, I don't know, but I have no intention of changing job because I really do enjoy it. Mm. So, And how long would, have you been in this job? Yeah, I've been in this job for about six months. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? My bosses were like, well, we're very sorry that we have to let you go, but we did not foresee this situation in the office Mm. when they brought me on. Yeah, I think like no one really wanted this to happen, but then like, I guess, Mm, and I honestly, I have never imagined that I would be one to get made redundant. I think like no one ever has that kind of expectation when they join a a company. So yeah, it was like a definitely like a new experience for me. (laughs) You took it quite well though. I mean, somehow I think both of us now got a similar experience because what, in 2018 or 2019? Yeah, I also worked six months and then got made redundant, Aww. right? And I've been telling my friends as well, like my um, my friends here, um, that I have PTSD now. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm wanting to change the- <laughs> So you definitely took it better than me because now I'm like, oh god, what if I, I... Like every time I look at a new job application or a job description, right, for a new role, I'm like, oh, what if I join this job and then they make me redundant again? For God's sake, like... I can't go through that again. But I think maybe I'll be stronger now because I have more savings. Mm. <laughs> so even if I don't work for one year, I think it should be okay. 
So yeah, maybe it's a timing thing, but yeah, I totally yeah. I totally feel you when you said you felt lost. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Like the first week, I was so nervous about getting a new job that I sent out so many applications. And then I realized that, yeah. calm down. Why don't girl just calm down? <laughs> like, why don't you yeah, just yeah. like enjoy your time off and then slowly look for the yeah. right job, right? Okay. Yeah, and then also like with COVID situation right now in Hong Kong, I could also you know travel home for a few months. Yeah, and then we see my family. I haven't met my family for two years now, so. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's been a long time. Yeah, so so are you planning to go back to Malaysia? Yeah, so I'm in discussion with one of the potential employer now, and if we come to an agreement and settle on the offer, then I'm planning to get my visa done and then travel home while I'm doing the visa transfer. So nice. Let's talk about Pin's wedding planning. So it's Ooh. been two or three months now since the engagement. Yes. Uh, maybe oh. give us some updates on like your wedding planning. What have you settled? And like, when is the wedding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we've settled on a date. So it's going to be next year in July. So oh. yeah, it's still quite long to go, but. You know, we wanted it to be during warmer months. Actually, the dates that we were thinking about were between April and July uh, because that's when the Australian school holidays are so that Mm. my fiancé's niece and nephew can actually come to the wedding. And I really struggled to choose between the two. Initially, I was like, okay, definitely July. But actually, I was like, oh, but July is quite hot, you know? And I was like, oh, but April can be quite cold. (laughs) So it was really difficult to decide. But in the end, um, we went for July and July was available. So we got a date. We also had our location set. Nice. Yeah, you know, I think I've always wanted like a countryside wedding, like a manor house or something. But in the end, we decided to have it sort of within London. So we're having our ceremony at a church and then we're having our reception and the party at this place that's not in central London but still in London it's probably like zone Mm. 5 but I really like it because I wanted a place with firstly outdoor area because it's summer and I wanted it to feel like we're not in London and I think the place that we landed on has that vibe and I also wanted something or a place where we get like exclusive views so like it's just private it's just us and our guests for Mm. the whole day so I think it's yeah it'll be very nice so that's pretty much where wedding planning has gotten to. I didn't realize like how many things we actually need to plan. It's actually quite a lot. So I'm going to yeah. start going through the list. How many venues did you view before settling on this one? Actually, we only viewed three. Um, there was another one that we were supposed to go view. But that day was the weekend where it was super crazy windy in London and there was a storm. And we already know that we really like the place that we landed on. So we were like, oh, do we still want to go view? But actually, this other place that we didn't view is also super nice. But I think there's just a few things about it that didn't really take the box. For instance, I don't think we can have it from the morning. Um, We can only have it from like the afternoon or something. And I also wanted somewhere where I can do our tea ceremony. So I feel mm. like, oh, we probably wouldn't go for that because of this reason. Mm. So we just decided right. to like confirm this place. But yeah, we've seen a few, not a lot. 
How about wedding dress and uh, wedding photographer? Yeah, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you I have a so Pinterest like, on... board already for your wedding dress? No, I don't have a Pinterest for a wedding dress. I have a Pinterest board for other things like colour scheme mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm. uh, flowers, that kind of thing. Mm. But not wedding dress yet. And the reason for that is because I wanted to... <laughs> lose weight before <laughs> I start trying dresses because I was like oh I want to like I want it to be closer to the weight I'm hoping for before I start trying different styles and on that front which we already started talking about at the beginning of this episode it's not going very well like right since two months ago I was like oh this is yeah, I need to start losing weight like, I haven't really done anything <laughs> <laughs> so yes I really need to get get started on that but I do have an idea of like the styles that I like but yeah, I'm still trying to settle on the color scheme. And the worst thing is I'm like the most indecisive person ever. So I'm just like, oh yeah, pastels are nice. Oh, but bright colors are also nice. Oh no, but like what about pastel with a pop of color? Oh no, I don't know. Like there's like too many wow. options. How is, is the food provided by the venue or you have to call an external vendor to cater? Sorry, this is like a specific question, but I've always wondered. <laughs> it depends on the venue you go to actually. So... For instance, for the place that we landed on, um, what we pay for for the venue is just a dry hire fee. But they have a specific list of vendors for catering that you need to choose from. So there's not a lot of options. Oh, so we oh, went right. for one um, that we thought would be quite good. Yeah, we actually settled on that already. We just need to pay our deposit. Some places, it just comes with whatever caterer they have there. So that's usually the case with hotels, for instance. They will just say, mm. you know, it's... Uh, they have their in-house catering team that will provide... And maybe they have different sets of menus lah. Mm. So yeah, but for my place, it's like a dry hire fee and then you need to like find all of your other vendors, which is like very tricky. Mm. You know, like people always say that wedding planning is like a real test to the relationship. <laughs> Do you feel that way? Like planning your wedding with your fiancé? Um, so in general... No, because I think he's quite relaxed with things. So a lot of things he's like, oh, you can just decide. Like, I'm fine with anything, really. Oh my goodness, but there was a small incident with the dates where, like, he didn't actually tell me when the Australian public school holidays are. And then we actually settled on a date in June. And then he subsequently said, oh, actually, like, my niece and nephew won't be able to come. I was like, oh my goodness, are you, like, serious right now? So anyway, he dropped the ball a little (laughs) bit on that. But it got settled. So I can see there mm. will be instances where I'll just be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Just because he's just not as organized as me, I think. Like, mm. you know. <laughs> have you decided on uh, honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> so far, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking about traveling now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell us your travel plans. <laughs> so we have a location in mind, but it's not like confirm yet but we're thinking of going oh, to oh can we guess can we guess yeah yeah oh wait wait give some hints man like is it warm or cold it has to be warm right during I that mean, time like... I mean assuming we go right after our wedding it's warm oh okay um beach is it a beach, S- a beach? not I mean it's not famous for it's beaches lah <laughs> I don't think oh. god <laughs> oh I was about to say Maldives oh that's oh. a go to place right Default yeah but you guys know people. me I'm not really I'm like thinking a beach person South America no Oh. <laughs> yeah, but Stephen has been to okay. South America for like two or three months by himself. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Wow. Maybe he wanted to relieve that with you. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Okay, okay, wait. Who where else? Um not I guess not Japan because you guys went there together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it Asia, Europe, or US? Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that quite a specific hint then? Because <laughs> the I don't think of anything. Hawaii, Hawaii. No, it's not. But actually that's a good no, wait, that's beach as well. Huh? Maybe not Europe because Europe is just too easily accessible from UK. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can go yeah. there anytime. I'll give you all a hint. It's on the America Australia. side. <gasps> oh, Bora Bora. oh, um, Saint Louis, something like that. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Saint Louis. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just Caribbean. It's a very normal. Caribbean. It's a very normal country, New guys. New York. Can- it's a country. Yeah, yeah. Because Dominican it- Republic. I don't think. <laughs> What's so obscure? <laughs> you guys... Oh, okay, so it's not the Caribbean. Regina um, is giving very obscure. The US. Guess Canada. This. Yes. Oh. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. Okay, sorry. Like, I just think of like exotic places for yeah, like honeymoon. Yeah, we're not that <laughs> yeah. exciting. But no, we wanted somewhere where there's like activities that we both will enjoy. So Canada has like super nice outdoors, right? Mm. And then there's also like really nice like small towns and cities like Quebec and stuff. So we're like, oh, it's a good mix. Mm. But we haven't decided yet. Like, it's just like one on our, the top of our list, I think. Well, there's no list. Just Canada is in the list now. Mm. When you add more places to it to decide. Nice. So maybe let's look forward to the next few months. Do you guys have any exciting plans coming up? Well, um, I was planning to go to Korea mm. in Ooh. May. Have they reopened? Yeah, the, BTL, we have uh, right? yeah. the traveling. Yeah. But the thing is, they have like 300,000 cases a day. Yeah. I think it's pretty serious now, um, which I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't know if I want to go now, but then if I don't go, I, I know I'll just be like depressed again until my sabbatical where I actually go somewhere, right? So I don't know, I haven't thought of it. I'm still sitting on it at the moment. I think for me, it's like, in the end, just pay more for, you know, more reassurance, right? Like maybe, because I'm planning to go in May, maybe only decide like early April or end of March, I think. I don't know, it's just tough, right? COVID is just make, makes things so unpredictable. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not sure. No other plans. Um, <laughs> so we are planning to go to Italy again. Late May. Oh. Early June. Because there's like a two bank holiday weekend in early June. It's a bit different yeah. this year because it's the like Queen celebration thing. So they give an additional day and then they move the late May bank holiday to be like adjoining with that day. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just going to mm-hmm. take advantage of that and go somewhere. So yeah, I mean, I haven't gone on an overseas like trip with Stephen since August 2020. So yeah, it'll be nice. Mm. I'm planning to travel home end of the month mm. and maybe Ooh. travel to Singapore. Yes, oh, yes then I can meet up me. with Crystal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, I think uh, maybe maybe a month, like a month of uh, traveling in Singapore and Malaysia. So then come back to Hong Kong. Well, I think this is all dependent on my job situation as well. So that's if I get a job. Yeah. If I don't get a job and if I can't confirm a job before I leave, uh, I think I'm going to give up my apartment now, go home for maybe like even longer, maybe like two months mm. and then slowly look for a new job and then, then come back to Hong Kong. Yeah. Maybe you'll find a job in Singapore then you don't need to go back to Hong Kong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was kind of my plan as well. Like, uh, So after I got the news from my current company, I was thinking, oh, should I still stay in Hong Kong? Like now I don't necessarily need to stay in Hong Kong and like, should I start looking for a job in Singapore? 
So I did apply to yeah. some jobs in Singapore, but I haven't heard back from any of them. I don't know why. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Yeah. Sometimes it's really about timing. Sometimes like some companies just sit so long on like applications. Mm. Then nothing happens. I think the thing is also that yeah. the jobs that I applied to are job posting on LinkedIn. So I think they are actually looking for candidates. But I'm not sure why they are not replying. I think some reply and say that they think that I'm not suitable. I'm mainly looking for in-house position now. So it's going to be a change for me. Mm. You know, changing from a consultancy role into in-house. That might be one of the reasons. Like, they might be looking for, like, in-house candidates. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's a very short update from us for 2022. (laughs) And this is maybe a shorter episode, but it's also a good opportunity for us to catch up. And uh, let us know if you have any questions. Uh, Maybe you can answer them in our next catch up. If you'd like to know mm, more about it, we can do we a are. little QA. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, share it with your friends and follow us on your favorite podcast players, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And please leave us some ratings and reviews. We would also like to hear from you. So drop us any questions at asianmilesapart at gmail.com. Lastly, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at Asian Miles Apart. Bye!